Hi, my loves. Welcome to episode six of the 2020 Insight Podcast. I am your host, Sin. I hope that you all are doing well and staying well. This is going to be an amazing episode because I have a very, very, very special guest. And I know I say I have special guests every time I have a special guest, but this guest here is very special because this is my bestest friend. I mean, (laughs) I literally have a note in one of my picture frames that she wrote me probably 10 years ago, honestly, which is hilarious. That's old. Um, It's old, sis. It's old, (laughs) but we old. (laughs) We old. (laughs) But I have a special guest here today. Um, She's my best friend. She's my sister. Um, She just allows me to dream out loud with her, which I love because we have conversations about any and everything. And I'm just so grateful for her. And I'm grateful for her being here today to share her vision, share her purposes, share her dreams, and also just share part of her story with us as well. So introduce yourself, ma'am. Hey, my name is Mayana Askew. I'm born and raised Seattle, Washington. I'm 27 years old. I have a baby girl, so I'm a mother. I'm also a wife. I'm a best friend. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a granddaughter. I'm an auntie. Come on. <laughs> the list goes on. I'm a powerful woman. Come on. I'm here to inspire other powerful women and work alongside them like my great, amazing sister, because at this point, it's more than a friendship, right? Mm. She's she's my sis. So thank you for having me. Of course, Boo. I mean, anytime. <laughs> um, but tell us about your your beginnings, you know, your story, where you come from. Now, once again, you know, from Seattle, Washington, like you said, but I know that there's so many other aspects of your story that that kind of, you know, come into your origins, if that makes sense. So tell us about, you know, anything that was formative for you in growing up um, and anything that you want to share with our special listeners. Okay. So growing up in Seattle, in the city of Seattle, let's just say as a whole, the greater Seattle area, it's not very many people of color. It's a very diverse state, Mm -hmm. but the ratio to people of color to Caucasians is very drastic. So Living here and being an African-American woman, trying to make sure that I find myself, know who I am, know where I come from, was always very important. And, you know, luckily I had the chance to attend a 90% African-American school called African-American Academy. Come on. In the middle of Seattle on Beacon Hill, this is before gentrification, so my community was very diverse. I remember always having neighbors, um, I mean, like, just like the old school type of way that people talk about, like, you go outside and, like, you can go down the street and the neighbors know who you are and you can go down this street and everybody know who you are, know who your mom is, know who your dad is. If you do something bad, they're going to tell on you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of where we grew up, and I mean... The memories that I had there are just like priceless. I mean, growing up to the point where I remember 10 years old hosting like a little kid um, carnival. And I remember I had (laughs) I had babysat and I believe I made like 40 bucks Uh. and I took my money. And I went to Walmart. I had my grandma drive me to Walmart. And I was like, Grandma, I'm going to um, throw a little party for the neighborhood kids. And we're going to have games and prizes. And With she was $40? like, okay, $40, <laughs> sis. 
So you know it was a good time in life. <laughs> you could you have forty dollars, you was doing something. But anyway, so took my little forty dollars. I think I went and bought like candy, games, and like all kinds of stuff, and I brought it back. Created these games for my uh, my friends and my neighbors to play. Mm. We were competing out there like our lives was on the line for <laughs> squeeze pops and lollipops, but. <laughs> You know, that has always been who I was. Like, I've always been, you know, this girl who loved to see other people happy. Mm. And I I always wanted people to be more happy than me. And I feel like that is kind of where I had a mistake growing up into the young woman that I was, you know, in high school and middle school and so on. Um, You know, always just trying to make people happy Mm. and kind of forgetting about my happiness and Forgetting about what Mayana wants to do and what Mayana's purpose in life is. So to bring it back, still grew up in a really, really great community and I loved it. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to go to that school. And um, actually being at African American Academy really, really taught me about black power. Like no cliche, like literally. Mm. This is a school that taught me that no matter the color of my skin that anything I wanted to achieve was possible how many schools are teaching kids that I mean I had teachers they were like my second mom you know what I mean like most of the staff there were also African-Americans so you know culturally yes you know we all know that saying it takes a village and literally I felt that mm-hmm. going to that school I literally felt the principal the teachers the lunch lady the janitor everybody understood the importance of making sure that these kids know who they are and know where they come from because after they leave this school they don't know what we were going to be taught they don't know what we were going to be facing uh because of who we are and where we come from and so I just really appreciated that growing up it really really cultivated me into becoming like this super like can't tell me no type of black woman come on you know so I'm just really blessed to be able to say I came from such an awesome community. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And in growing up in, in that type of community, how has that shaped who you are and what you do today? So give us a little gist as to the kind of work that you do um, and also the kind of work that you do outside of your nine to five. So, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, you're a mentor. So give us some information about some of those dynamics and also where the inspiration in you being a mentor came from. Okay. So it's funny how life works. Like life is always about law, no matter how you deal with life. If you do good, good will come to you. If you mm. do bad, bad will come to you. And that's just the law of life. And so I realized that really young when, you know, going to a school full of African-American kids, um, you know, they weren't as blessed as I was to be able to come from the household that I grew up in, which I'll just touch on a little bit. I came from mom and dad in the home, mm. plus grandma. Plus, mom and dad both had jobs. Grandma stayed home, took care of the kids when they got off of school, you know, taught us like the basics of how to keep a, how to keep your room clean. Yeah. You know, you know, just those those little those little things that, you know, those grandmas still got that this generation needs. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just those 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 little um those little, what am I looking for? Like, like nuggets of wisdom. Those little nuggets of wisdom, right. Mm-hmm. You know what grandma tell you? Like, girl, mm-hmm. you know, put some lotion on your feet uh-huh. and put socks on after. Keep your feet soft. Like that yeah. type of stuff, 
mm-hmm. priceless. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I was just blessed to be able to be in a house where, like, as a whole, I was, like, loved. Mm-hmm. And I was taught so many great gems that I'm able to, like, share them with other women. And mm-hmm. now I have the opportunity as a mentor to share it with my young girls who do not even nearly have as much as I did um, at their age. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I always look at this as me obviously going into the purpose that I always knew that I needed to be in. Mm-hmm. And for a long, it took me a while to find this purpose now. Mm. Um, it took me also a while to realize that I've always had this purpose. Come it on. wasn't something that I needed to necessarily look for. It was always inside of me. And I feel like a lot of women today feel like, well, I'm just trying to figure out what I need to do in life. I'm trying to figure out why I'm here on earth. You know, we all have that night where we're laying down and we're like, there has to be more. There has to be more to this life than me just waking up and going to my nine to five and coming back home and sitting on my couch scrolling through Instagram. It has to be more. Everybody naturally feels that. And so for me, that moment of awakening happened, I would say after I turned 25, 26. Um, and it was kind of a force awakening mm. because it was after I had my baby girl yeah. and I was newly married and I was like, well, Lord, what do I do now? Right. You know, because right. uh, this life I lived before, I didn't have these priorities. I didn't have this, um, I didn't have this responsibility mm. to be an example. I mean, I did as an older sister, but now I have a daughter and oh she's watching me and I have a husband and I represent him. And so this is more than just me. Like my purpose now affects my family, my household. And so now I need to make sure I really step into what God has called me to be. And like I said, I was a little late, you know, I mean, never too late, but oh you know, mm-hmm. it happened later on in life for me. But when it did, when I tell you I was thankful, I was thankful. And, um, I just wanted to share something that a preacher that I really, really admire and look up to said once, and his name is Dr. Miles Monroe. And he said, you know, God told you to grow old, but never grow up. Come on. And I just thought that was really powerful because as I was a child, you know, my beliefs and my faith was like unshakable. Couldn't no one tell me that I couldn't take my $40 and go put on a whole carnival for my for my neighborhood <laughs> you couldn't tell me that the twenty dollars I made from feeding my neighbor's cat was gonna help you know buy me and my sister you know easy bake oven I mean you just you just couldn't tell me that whatever I wanted to do wasn't gonna happen right. you know and it wasn't until I got older when things started to come up and people started to have their their own perspective on what realistic was and that's when I started to feel like well hmm maybe I can't do this when I grow up maybe this is not something I should do I'm not gonna even make enough money to take care of myself like I'm just gonna hold off on this and let me let me see what else I can do that's gonna make me successful in the eyes of the world and so I just really want to um encourage women that Who you really are is the thing that you thought of first. Hmm. And when I was really young, obviously, I had always showed signs of being a businesswoman. And when I think about it, when I got, when I thought about it, as I got older, I was like, wow, like I was taking money and flipping it. I mean, I knew other 
kids that were doing the same thing I'm, I was doing at that time too. Cause I also remember, uh, getting $20 and then I bought candy and, um, went to the schoolyard and sold the candy and flipped it <laughs> real quick, <laughs> you know, but it was other kids. It was funny. Cause like that next week, then here come these two boys in my class doing the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I did it first. Right. You know, but, um, anyways, so <laughs> like I said, um, those, th- this is something that was always in me since I was a kid, but I just never was at a place to realize what, that meant or how significant those small little moments in my life was were going to be so crucial to who I am today. Hmm. And so um, I just want to encourage, you know, women today that whoever you saw yourself to be now when you were a little girl, it's never too late. You can still be that woman. I don't care what it is. I don't care how big or how small, how realistic or how how much people may say it makes no sense. Hmm. It was a reason why it was put into your heart Mm -hmm. or put into your conscience to be that woman. Yeah. And so just go with it. Just go with it. Be strong in knowing who you are. Be strong and confident in knowing that, you know, the the most remarkable women were were women who came from struggle, were women who came from people who doubted them. And so just look at it that way. No one started out successful just by being successful they had to start from somewhere the most remarkable people i mean there's a few people out there who you know had a little help you know fed with the silver spoon as they say Mm -hmm. but majority of you know the women out here that we really aspire to be or look up to they have a story they have a testimony so always remember that i love 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 that and you know you being a businesswoman you know it it's something that is so amazing that I've seen you cultivate over the years and I've, I'm seeing you cultivate more in this season. So I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about your business here in a bit, but I want you to still, I want to kind of touch on some of the challenges facing women before we get to you telling us more about your business. So what are some of the challenges, you know, like you said, you know, sometimes when you step into a place where you have to be realistic and when life sets in, a lot of us put those dreams or those initial inclinations about our purposes on the back burner because we have to be realistic with some of how we have to approach life and approach um, you know, different dynamics within what we're facing on a day-to-day basis. And as women, we also have other factors that come into play that almost hinder us from being connected with one another or being connected within our own selves, you know, within our own identity, our own security, you name it. So what are some of the ways that we can overcome those challenges that we face as women, either individually or as a collective? There are like so many ways um, Mm. to be able to face these adversities as women. Um, But I will say the most important or the most relevant to my life right now would be a judge-free life forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not just for this moment of time because I'm starting a new business and now I just have become this revamped, renewed, (laughs) renewed mind type of woman. It's the lifestyle that I'm, I'm trying to um, practice every day is a lifestyle I want to be for the rest of my life. And so one of the, the major things 
that I've really been catching myself on is being a judge-free woman. And the reason why I say that is because how can I reach women who might be hurting, who might be at a place where they just need emotional support, whatever the case may be. If I'm on the side, if I'm secretly judging them on any type of level, who am I to judge when I am clearly a human being who has made mistakes Mm. and has done questionable things in the past or whatever the case may be, how can, how can I shed light or be light to someone if I'm judging them? I can't genuinely wholeheartedly be true to the deliverance of whatever they need at that moment if, if I'm judging them. Um, it won't be coming from a pure intention. It won't be coming from a pure heart if I'm judging them. And so I feel like as women, we can really like come together if we continue to just be judge-free. I mean, and I don't care what your economic status is. I don't care what position you hold at your job. You could be the the executive director at your organization and you have a janitor um, working in your office. Treat her like she's an executive. Come on. And let me tell you, that's not easy. Like for me, that's not easy. And I'm just going to be a little transparent here. I'm also working on keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) I mean, because as women, we naturally want to connect we naturally want to find likeness in each other and so when we conversate we might get a little bit too personal or might or might gossip Mm -hmm. a little bit too much about certain situations and let me tell you that wasn't always easy for me I actually had a personal experience of a moment when I I realized like you know what I, I hurt somebody that I really cared for it was a friend of mine and I end up telling some personal information mm. to some some other ladies and it got back to her and it was really hurtful to her because she had really trusted me with that information. And at first I was upset and I'm like, first of all, girl, don't be mad at me. You know, mm. I'm, you know, first of all, I was coming from a place where I had I had no right to be upset because I was in the wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. But still, it was a moment of reflection for me to be like, you know what, Mayana, how are you going to be a light? How are you going to be an example to women around you if this is how you are acting or this is how you're exemplifying in front of them? You can't, it, it can't be both. You can't yeah. be one foot in and one foot out. Either you're going to be a true, honest non-gossiping judge-free woman mm-hmm. or you're going to be a gossiping judging woman like it, you can't you cannot switch sides and 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 be both and so for me it was a really hard pill to swallow after that in, um, incident happened because um you know no one really likes to be wrong mm-hmm. you know and even in that moment I also had to learn to stop judging myself um mm, because I, I I really I really beat myself up about it as well and and I and I looked at it as like, you know what? I don't never want friends anymore. I don't never want to start new relationships. And in that, I feel like I hindered myself from meeting new people who probably could have been awesome women in my life. Right. Um who knows how that relationship or that friendship could have just been like such a blessing in my life, but instead I chose to shut everyone out. Hmm. I chose to judge everyone and that just didn't get me anywhere. Mm -hmm. I I just learned the hard way that that didn't get me anywhere. And so I I turned around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay true to who I am, but I'm also going to work on these things because I know it needs work. Mm -hmm. I know it needs work. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think for women today, the biggest way that we can really 
reach success together and come together and, you know, show our true power and strengthen each other is judge free forever, you know, and just being honest with yourself and, and stop judging yourself, even when you're in the wrong of some things like, yeah, go ahead, recognize the mistake, fix it and move on. Yeah. You know, and fix it and move on. And so I love that judge free, not only for yourself, but also with others as well. And also just making sure that we're being honest with ourselves. I I absolutely love that. And another thing that you mentioned also is just, you know, in doing so, us coming together and that bringing about the healing that we need for our collective as women. And this just goes and speaks to who you are because you're very much a woman's woman. You're very much about empowering. You're very much about inspiring. Um, you're very much about healing, repairing, anything that has to do with women in general. You're very much a woman's woman. And this trickles down into your business as well. So tell us about your business and also how some of those different characteristics of, of how you live your life also trickle down into what you do outside of your nine to five. Okay. So first off, I have a clothing boutique called Pretty by Pink's Fashion. Um, it actually was founded and started in 2019, mm-hmm. but I was in a place where I wasn't really able financially to start my business. Um, I didn't even really know where to start like how to start a business. I was I was just going out on a limb with a dream that I had. And I was like, one day I'll be able to do this, but never really took it serious. And so it wasn't until 2020 that I really was like, you know what, what's stopping me? Nothing, nothing stopping me, not even money. Even if I didn't have it at that time, money should not have been a reason to stop me from, you know, reaching my goals and my dreams for that year. So I started Pretty by Pink's fashion officially 2020. And I would just say one of the the biggest things for me that that inspired me to keep going was I look back on my previous year and someone had asked me, you know, how was your year last year? Because it was like a new year. Did you have a good year? How did uh, 2019 treat you? And I sat and I reflected and I was thinking about all the things that I had accomplished. And there were a few, there were a few, but there was a lot of time and space in between where I remember not doing anything, just just not doing anything as far as like being um, like a productive time or, mm. or time that was that was made for a purpose, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so one of the, the keys to my business right now that I've, I've realized as I've gotten older is the importance of time and change. Come on. And so the key to your future is the successful management of time. Hmm. You, are, you are simply a product of how you manage your time and the changes that happen in your life. And when I look back on my previous life, I'm like, all the changes that happened in my life, all the time that passed, what do I have to show for it in 2020? Hmm. I had nothing. I literally had nothing, like nothing retainable, no certificate, no um, video, no picture of nothing that really showed any accomplishment or anything worthwhile that I was doing in my previous year. And so that's when I was like, you know what? I have this dream. I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to let another year go by of me wasting my time. Um, That's kind of where that was inspired from. 
But I will also say that the passing of time makes you accountable to God, right? Mm. Um, That was hard for me to understand that too, because, you know, every year is a new chapter mm-hmm. and it's a new chapter in your life book mm-hmm. and how well you manage that time and how well you managed fulfilling your purpose. Mm. And so for me, that was the next question. What is my purpose on this earth? Like, what did you send me here to do, God? Like, there has to be more than me just going to my nine to five every day. Like, what did you call me on this earth to do? And so it, it was, it, it's more than just me starting a fashion clothes boutique. Mm-hmm. I eventually want to be able to host events. I eventually want to be able to give back to my community in some type of way, pour back everything that I've received good, everything I've received that was knowledge and that helped catapult me to where I am today and be able to implement that back into different women's lives, young and old. It, you know, it doesn't really matter. So yeah. um, that is really where Pretty by Pink's fashion came from mm-hmm. and that's where it plans to go. So hopefully, you know, I, I want it to be bigger than what everyone sees at the moment of mm-hmm. just me selling clothes, um, if that answers your question. It, it definitely, <laughs> yes. It I don't want to get too far off, you know. But. No, that absolutely okay. answers my question. Okay. And it actually trickles down into my next question, which was going to be about any events or anything that you want to do within the community uh, hosted by Pretty by Pinks, mm-hmm. because obviously we have conversations. So obviously I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask as if I don't know, you know, what is <laughs> some of your vision for this coming year in 2021 um, as it relates to what you want to do with Pretty by Pinks outside of just hosting fashion and clothing? What other inspirational dynamics do you want to incorporate into the essence of your business? Any events that you have planned? What are the themes behind those specific events? And what do you want to do with that? Okay, so that's a great question. (laughs) Um, So one of the things that, you know, God gave me a vision not too long ago. Mm. um, And I have been really just believing and really trying my best to restore and, and, um, built my relationship Hmm. with, with God, the father. And, you know, this time around, I I will say I've came back to Jesus in a sense many times. Um, and usually it was in a time of distress or like, um, you know, like, God, I need you right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what's going on in my life, but can you, can you please come (laughs) down and lift me up? (laughs) (laughs) But this time, um, it, it's it's different. Mm. I'm I'm happy. I'm content. Um, I'm around great people. I'm back around my family. I feel my normal self again after having a baby. Right. You know, I I feel like you know I'm I'm just at this really really good place. And even still during that really good place in my life, I still felt like I was missing something. Mm. And you know, it it was always like you know little hints there, little messages there that I would hear my friends, my family, YouTube, whatever would cross my screen at that moment, just about, you know, God's love and how important it is to, you know, give him everything that, you know, that you want, need, dream, aspire to be like, give it to him, let him take care of it. You know what I mean? Like, why are you stressing about this, et cetera. And so for me, that vision um, that God gave to me, you know, through prayer, through me, 
asking God to clear my lens, open my heart, open my ears, help my eyes to see the direction for my business, he gave me a vision of hosting an event called The Woman in Color. And, you know, just to kind of give you guys like a little glimpse of what that is going to look like, it's not just going to be um, an event about my clothing line. It will be a fashion show, but in that fashion show, I will be telling a story, the origin of where I come from, um, the why. So it's kind of like a, I'm telling my story, um, you know, when they say, you know, about the brand or mm-hmm. behind the creator, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for me to hopefully inspire other women. Come on. And it's not only just inspire women to open up their own business. I hope to inspire women to continue to be a driving force in this world today because I see so much, I see so much confusion as far as to what we are finding acceptable today as mm-hmm. a woman in, mm-hmm. in our community, uh, what's acceptable as how we look at ourselves, mm. how we present ourselves, um, how we perceive other women. Mm-hmm. It's just confusion because we have so many people now coming out and being inspirational speakers, um, social media, what do you call Influencers. them? Influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, you have all these, all these great women coming out and saying, this is who you should be. This is who you should be. You know, then you have your feminists, mm-hmm. um, and then you have, you know, your spiritual women and, mm-hmm. you know, so forth. So for right now, as a young girl growing up in this society right now, it's kind of hard to find ground, like to mm-hmm. find identity. I yeah. think, I think that's what I'm looking for, identity. And so, my biggest thing right now is to inspire our young girls to find themselves, find their identity. Right now, like our generation is moving towards a cookie cutter type of lifestyle. Like, you know, social media has taken off since I remember being in high school. Like the things I see on social media now, like as an adult, it's like, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this the influence for our for our girls today? How? And and don't get me wrong, this is still coming from a judge-free Mayana, right? Mm-hmm. Because who am I to judge what anyone does or whatever decision they decide to make in their life? But still, it's still very confusing for a young girl today to find her identity with all of these different platforms that different types of women are speaking from and right. and they're all claiming that it's the truth. And so hopefully what I'm able to do on my platform is really, really send the message of truth and really send the message of what a godly woman hmm. is supposed to be. Yeah. And I don't want it to come from a place of like, you know, godly woman has to wear turtleneck with the boots Mm-mm. because I definitely don't wear that. Like, no, she don't. Let's y'all. be, <laughs> she don't. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. But I'm just saying, you know, like really, truly finding identity in self. Mm. I think that's so important. So hopefully that's what this event can inspire Um, other women, other young ladies. I really hope that, um, you know, God just continues to lead me in the direction of how exactly he wants me to do that or how exactly he wants me to tell that story. But 
I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. And you guys, Miss Mayana has tasked me with being her little assistant with bringing to fruition this beautiful vision. So I'm excited to see how everything is going to just fall in place and just come into exactly what that vision, her initial vision has been for this event. And just so you guys know, this is going to be sometime in June. But, you know, she's going to let us know exactly when, once we get closer to that time. And do you have any specific uh, plugs, I guess, so that if anybody's listening, if they want to follow Pretty by Pink's Fashion, if they want to follow you, they can at least be up to date with everything that you're doing as it relates to that specific event, you know, when it comes to the woman in color. For sure. So you can follow me or follow us, Mm -hmm. the brand of Pretty by Pink's Fashion, on Instagram, or you can check out my site, pbpfashion.com. And, you know, there you can sign up for newsletters and, um, you know, just daily updates of things that we're going to be putting on, whether we're doing a pop-up shop or events, whatever the case may be. So I'm excited. 2021 is going to be, I mean, and I just, mm-hmm. I feel like this is more than just for myself. I feel like 2021 for women Come on. period Come on. you know this is gonna be a very 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 good year mm-hmm. as far as like the legacy that we're gonna leave for this next generation um the messages that are gonna be heard from women um the testimonies that we're gonna hear from women like we're we're gonna be a driving force like yeah. we're not it's not where we are Come on. It, it's we are yes. the driving force mm. and Soon as we tap into that full potential, like it's gonna be amazing. And so, like you know, every day, I'm I'm meeting young ladies, you know, because of my job and you know just going my daily life. I'm I'm looking at women, young women. I'm just it's interesting how they attract to me. Yeah. Um. And I feel like that's another confirmation of me walking in my purpose. I'm like, why are all these young girls like trying to be my friend? <laughs> God, send me people my age, you know. But, you know, like I said, God works in miraculous ways, you know, ways that we may not always understand, but it always plays out in the end. And so, you know, like I said, this year, I'm just really looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to what Miss Cynthia has. I mean, y'all, she's putting people on her podcast that are going to be dropping gems. Like, I I, I already know. So I'm just so honored that, you know, she felt like I you know, deserve to be here on this platform. I'm just so excited. So stop it. But you know, (laughs) I'm excited as well. I'm just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, I feel like 2021 is going to be the year in which we start to see the manifestation of so many of our dreams Mm, in in so many ways. There's something so dynamic about this year. And I know that there's so many challenges facing the world right now, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's almost a sign to us that there Mm -hmm. is something beautiful happening behind all the shenanigans, behind all the challenges, behind all the turmoil that we're seeing. There's there's almost a driving force to say, now is the time to Mm -hmm. make these things happen. And so for you, when I see your journey, for me, when I see my journey, when I see the journeys of those that surround me on a day-to-day basis, it just makes me so excited. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just looking forward to seeing what is in store for us because right. 
I know that the storehouse is a full and it is time for that harvest. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Confirmation. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I was literally talking about that word harvest the other day. I'm like huh. this year. And I literally said, I, who was I talking? I said, you know, this year is going to be a harvest year. Come on. Every seed that was planted, every thought that was written down, every vision board that was made, anything that you spoke out, and you believed and you put faith behind it, this is the year for your harvest. Come on. And I see it in so many people today. Like, it's, it's just amazing. And it, it just makes me so excited. You know what I mean? And it's, it's and like I said, I am a person who like who likes to see others happy before yeah. myself. Yeah. And that's a whole nother story. But, <laughs> you know, it, it really makes me happy to see others like walking into their calling, like, Walking into their confidence, walking into their knowing of their purpose, their purpose-driven life. Come on. You know? So, yeah. It's definitely a shift, sis. Yes. It's a shift. Absolutely. Yes and amen. Listen, y'all. Me and Mayana could go on for forever because oftentimes we do. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is just a little quick introduction to my sis. And, you know, she will be back with so much more because I know that, you know, as we start to get closer to the Woman in Color event and so many other things that she is doing, we're definitely going to be hearing more from her. And I also know that she carries this mandate to be a woman's woman, to be one who inspires and transforms us as women. And and so as she's journeying through her process, we're we're definitely going to, you know, want to be like almost like a fly on the wall for you to, to <laughs> kind of just pick your brain and right. see what that journey is looking like. But yes. do you have any last words for our folks before we go ahead and sign out? Yes, I have one more little message for whoever's listening. Mm. I don't know if it's a woman, if it's a young teenage girl, but I just hope that you know that you were not born to find your purpose. You were born with it. Come on. And your conscience has already told you what it should be. And I was telling Cynthia, my sis earlier, you know, for me, I've just been asking God, like confirm like that I'm on the right track. Confirm that I'm walking in the direction that you want me to go. And that's okay. Ask God to confirm things for you. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you to be like first-handed witness. Like he is literally confirming when I ask him before I start my day, hey God, before I sign this paper, before I make this purchase, is this something that I really should do right now? Mm -hmm. Like confirm it for me, God. I don't know in any type of way through a person, through a song, through a movie. Uh, I could be scrolling down Instagram one day and somebody posts a little saying and boom, confirmation right there. So I just want to inspire all you beautiful women out there that, you know, I'm not trying to sound cliche, but to follow your dreams, but literally follow your dreams, Mm -hmm. follow your dream that you had ever since you were that little girl. My mom, you know, she's a Art, well, she was an artist and she still sings from here and now. But I remember she wrote this song, and in the beginning of the song, she had uh, me and my sister, my two sisters, and my brother. And she all wanted us to say pretty much like what we aspire to be when we grow up. And I was like really young. Mm-hmm. And I remember when she recorded the song, I was just like, I want to be a social worker. You guys, I was like 10, I was like 11, 12 years old. I, I didn't even really know what a social worker was, but something told me I'm going to be a social worker. Come on. And literally ever since I stepped foot out of my parents' house and, you know, 
pursue careers, pursue different types of job descriptions. It always somehow led back to me working with youth, social work, like casework. And it's like weird. Like I was a little girl, had no clue. Mm. But my conscience before I was even able to understand what that was, ha- was already plant- had already planted that seed inside of me as a little girl. And so that's just what I encourage, you know, women today, like whoever that little girl was before those dreams got crushed, before that person said that comment that said that that was an unrealistic life or mm-hmm. an unrealistic job, go back, go back to that little small child like mind hmm. and, and and dream big keep dreaming big keep pursuing whatever it may be because you just you, you can't put no limitations on anything in life no, no. there's just laws of life yeah. you know so I love that you were born with your purpose already established inside of you come on sis I'm gonna need you to go ahead and write that down <laughs> period period okay <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love you. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you for dropping these gems. Thank you for, you know, stepping into this space and just really sharing your heart, just a piece of your heart, because I know that there's so much more. So for sharing with us and just for continuing to be such a beautiful representation of what it looks like to be a woman who's a safe space for others. So we appreciate you and we love you. So thank you. you. Oh, I love you. Oh, anyway. So thank you guys for tuning in. This has been episode six of the 2020 Insight Podcast. As per usual, y'all go ahead and stay tuned in for so much more because we're going to have more in store for you all. And you guys know that I love you. You know that you're absolutely dynamic. And I'll be back soon with some more special guests. In the meantime, between time, stay pushing, stay living, stay loving. And always, always, always find something to dance about. This is 2020 Insight with Sin. All right, y'all. We're out.